Hi, good morning. My name is Elizabeth Mall, and I am a co-host of the Chosen Mamas podcast. Today, we want to highlight one of our good friends, Val Harrison's episodes on her podcast. It's episode number three, and it meant a lot to me personally to listen to this episode because it's about something I'm experiencing right now with two very young children at home. She talks about filling their love tank as a way to help with behavior management and also as a way to make sure they're getting the attention they actually need at this young age. Recently, I had my children going to a Kids Day In program once a week, and for the most part, every week, the teachers had really good things to say about how their days went, but I did notice one day where we had a really off morning where I was rushing and not giving them the usual attention that they were expecting, that the teacher's comments at the end of the day reflected a very similar state from my children as we had experienced that morning with them being really upset and flustered. And I thought, how interesting. We think that our children's love tank will get filled because they are around other positive adults and doing other fun activities during the day. But in reality, there are some roles that only the parents can fill. And I do think what Val talks about today is something that we are called to uniquely to our children that other adults really just can't provide in the same way. At the end of Val's episode, be sure to check out her show notes as there will be a link to our podcast, The Chosen Mamas Podcast. On today's episode, we have a special opportunity to focus on our very littles in our home and what their top priority is all the way up to our grown kids. You're listening to Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking Mom, and this is your place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. Let's get started. Where kids abound, so do unpredictable moments. If you're the parent of very many littles, you know, the loud but small tykes who roam your home, I can guess that you share some of my same crazy history. Okay, moms, I think it's time for us to bond over a little bit of mom crazy. And these are all things that happened when my kids were little. So when I had littles in the home, maybe you do also. Now I have little grandsons that are in my home occasionally and love it. Unfortunately, they live in another state, so it's not as often as I would like it to be. So I actually miss some of this mom crazy. Now my kids are, my youngest is 10 and is in fifth grade. So I'm missing some of this crazy. Here's one. Changed a diaper of an interesting color and realized the baby had been eating a crayon. I bet that's happened at your house. Had a line at least three children deep waiting to talk to me or ask a question. Yeah. Or maybe you put a sign. I put a sign on my bedroom door before that says, uh, stop, ask dad because I just needed a little bit of a wait time and that was a way for me to get it. And then a few minutes later, you hear a knocking on the door. Mom, why is there a sign on the door that says stop, ask dad? Yeah, that's the kind of mom crazy I know you're familiar with. Well, today we're going to talk about some that's specific to when you have littles in the home. I know that you are especially tired and maybe you don't get enough adult conversation and life is just uniquely hard for the mom of littles. And I know for me, 
there's this struggle internally when I was at that stage of how in the world am I going to get anything done with the older kids when the littlest one in the bunch seems to demand my constant attention. Well, after seven of my own children and now enjoying some grandbabies, I've had a few opportunities to figure it out and to also to recognize what's the most important thing that I can do be doing with all of these kids each day. I'm going to look at just the very first thing. There's multiple important things, but today for a few minutes, we're going to look at just the most important thing, especially in relation to the youngest ones in the home, but much of this applies to any age. So you may have heard of the series of books on the five love languages. My first recommendation to you on how to deal with preschoolers in a busy household is derived from a concept that I actually gleaned from the five love languages book, uh, five love languages of children uh, book by Gary Chapman and Ross Campbell. And you can also see the book, How to Really Love Your Child by Ross Campbell. The concept is that there is a love tank that each of us possesses. And when that love tank is full, we're at our best. That concept has helped me so many times throughout my years of parenting. So here's my step one, or the most important thing for really helping our kids be able to be at their best is to fill their love tank. And when you have littles in the house, I would recommend fill the youngest love tank first because their love tank depletes a lot more quickly. A child with a full love tank can play on their own better, be less clingy, and have more peace, and just in their own spirit, more peace, which of course translates into more peace in the home. And one way that I did this as a mom of littles was to schedule five to 10 minutes at the top of every hour with the little one, uh, the toddler age one, in a focused one-on-one time with them. Then this bought me some minutes of focused time with the older kids to go over their assignments or whatever with with them or to get some other things done. But that little one's love tank being filled up, um, when we spend time with them first, then they're not... They're, they're not needing us to fill that love tank. It's already full. Unfortunately, Little's love tanks deplete very quickly, I've realized. So you, that's why I scheduled it at the top of every hour. Literally would set my timer for that. So certainly after the few minutes of focused time with each of your little ones, they still need supervision, of course, but they are far less needy because they aren't running on emotional fumes anymore. The thing with littles is that their tank empties quickly. So speaking of mom time, when my house was full of really young children, uh, I'm the mom of four daughters and three sons. So they all had big love tanks that needed filling, some of them bigger than others. I've, I've noticed that some kids need a lot more time with you and filling their love tank than others of them do. We don't want, however, the ones that don't have a very big love tank, it doesn't mean that they need us less. They just need us in different ways, and we want to stay aware of that. So how did I fill those love tanks with the multiple ages? Well, for my my young elementary or even up to early middle school, this would work. I made this sign that was that says mom and me time. And if I had that sign sitting out next to me, then that meant 
the other kids needed to not interrupt me while the sign is up because I'm having some special time with just that child. And what that did was made that child feel really special and important. And the other kids were good at honoring the sign because they valued and treasured that mom and me time with me as well. So they honored it really well. And that was helpful. So you might just, you know, get out a a paper and marker and make yourself a mom and me sign. Now that most of my kids are older, I don't use a sign like that anymore because they're past that age group. Now, in John Eldridge's book, The Way of the Wild Heart, oh my goodness, this was really, really transformational to my husband and I. Um, This book is called The Way of the Wild Heart. It's not his main book that everybody knows him by so well. I think that book is called Wild at Heart. No, this book is called The Way of the Wild Heart. And he talks about the stages of a boy's life in this book. The first stage is one that really does apply no matter boy or girl. The first stage was uh, beloved son. The principle of this stage is essential for both boys and girls. and, And in it, the child needs to know that he is adored by his parents, loved beyond measure. And when we started changing how we treasured our kids, it made us realize how poorly we had been doing it before, and thus it it transformed our family's life and how we parented, and therefore became something that we recognized as essential, an essential part of the action of loving our kids well. So one of my greatest regrets in life is that there were some difficult years in mine and my children's lives where I was not good at adoring them, making them feel just utterly adored. I was so caught up in trying to make sure that they were good that I failed to show them that they were pricelessly treasured. Don't make the mistake that I made. That's what I would just really implore you today is don't make that mistake. Be sure that you are being really intentional at actively blessing your children. In fact, that reminds me of another great book called The Blessing by John Trent and Gary Smalley. And that also was a really impactful book to me. I actually borrowed that book from my grandma, who's been passed away for a long time, but she was awesome at blessing her grandchildren. I mean, she just knew how to make us feel like when we were in her presence, we were the only thing that, you know, she just was great at giving us her time and her attention and loving on us and speaking truth into us and helping us see that we were valued regardless of how we acted or how we looked or any other thing. We were just valued. That's the kind of grandma that I'm trying to be and the kind of mom that I am intentionally working towards. So my prayer for you, mom, is that you also can remember that a top priority in your daily life for your kids would be to actively show them that you love them. In littles, I believe that needs to be every hour. In elementary age, I believe you need a focused time every day and and up through, you know, as, as old as you can. But I have grown kids that don't even live here anymore. And so how can I do that? I can do that through text messages, through voicemails, through uh, sending them an occasional card in the mail, or if one of them, three of them live in the same state that's 
separate from the state that we live in. And so if one of them comes, I can send something back for the, the, for the others. Just finding different active ways, sending them a text saying, I'm praying for you, or how, how can I pray for you? Um, and then checking, following back up on that. These are all little ways to say you're on my mind and I'm, I feel so blessed to have you as, as my child, no matter their age. So moms, I'm praying for you today that you would really become intentional about actively showing your love effectively to your kids an unconditional love. Hi, this is Emma. You can find today's show notes and transcripts at practicallyspeakingmom.com. There you will find my mom's blog, books, and the six rooms of an intentional mom's home. If you found this podcast to be helpful, we would be honored if you would like to subscribe to the podcast, follow her blog, and join in the Practically Speaking Moms online community through Instagram and Facebook at Practically Speaking Mom. Mom is looking forward to spending time with you again next week right here on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family.